Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of The Finance Bro, where we have real conversations with real people about money. Today, I have no other than my brother, Quentin Singleton, on here to talk about you know, his financial journey and what's led him to get where he is now. And hopefully you guys can pick up a lot of nuggets from this conversation. So before we get started, Q, please introduce yourself and thank you for being on the show, my brother. Definitely. First of all, I'd like to thank you for having me on the show. For everybody else, my name is Quentin Singleton, graduate of the United States Naval Academy. Uh, left there, went into the United States Marine Corps, did six years. I was deployed in Oki. Uh, also, yeah, not forget, I am a brother of the Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Are you? Are you? But yeah, man. Yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, I got stationed out here in 2018. I'm in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. And this is where I'm currently staying right now. After I got out, continue to stay here, started investing here. We'll see how long I'll be here, man. Hey, well, you know, I'm excited to have you on the show. So for those of you listening who aren't familiar with, with me and Q's relationship, it all started once again back in 2010 at NAPS. And we've it's been a journey and it's been pretty cool because we've been on this journey together. And actually, we both started our business journey together in Okinawa. Um, at that point, you know, we what were we like 22, 23, and we didn't really know what we wanted to do. Um, we had been in the military at the time we, we had been out there and we quickly realized that the military was not going to be able to help us build the wealth that we wanted to build. And we realized that there had to be an answer out there. Um, but we didn't know where to find it. You know, everyone that we were around was all like, oh, you know, stay in 20 years, you know, get your retirement. And then, you know, you could do something else, but it's just like, bro, there's gotta be a different way. Like, I just don't, that doesn't equate to what I'm trying to do with my lifestyle. But exactly. we realized quickly that we were taking advice from people who didn't have the, the goals that we had for ourselves. And we spent hours hours uh like researching thing i mean we were drop shipping to drop i mean shipping. you name it everything we were going through so you know <clears throat> q i want to i want to start there and kind of what let you tell people like what what drove you to want to start looking for more so thing that the thing that made me start looking for more i would say basically started high school like i knew i wanted to go to college right and my mom could not afford to send me to college. So at some point, I don't know when it clicked, but I was like, all right, if you're going to go to college, you have to sacrifice right now, right? Mm -hmm. So it was myself and my two cousins. My mom was supporting us, single mom, supporting three, four kids. And I knew she wasn't going to be able to afford it. So I had to start sacrificing. Luckily, I got good at this football thing. Got to the Naval Academy. And I realized, all right, I'm kind of smart. Like you have to be smart to get in here. First mm -hmm. of all, it's very, very hard to get in, but I got in with football and being able to have that knowledge. And um, I knew it was special. So when I got out or got into the Marine Corps, I enjoyed everything I did with the Marine Corps. Like it was a great time, but I knew I wasn't making the money that I wanted to make on the outside. So the first thing I did when we did, when we got out to Oki, we started thinking like, all right, this is cool, but like, what can we be doing? To, to accelerate our lives, like reach financial freedom sooner. So mm -hmm. we went into dropshipping and all of this stuff. And I remember one day I was reading or looking at a video on YouTube and the guy in on it, he was saying, uh, when you're networking with people and people or people ask you how your day's doing, 
don't just say, oh, I'm good or like just brush it off. You know what I mean? You actually tell people what you're looking for and what you're trying to do. Mm. So I remember I went to, I went into work, right? And I was talking to one of the sergeants and uh, one of the master sergeant came in. He asked me how I was doing. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm doing okay, but I'm, I'm really trying to get into real estate. I'm trying to find something to invest in. And he was like, oh, are you really? I was like, all right, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to make some more money. So he was like, I've got a friend that uh, bought a couple multifamilies in Hawaii. You should talk to him. So I got on the phone with him. We uh, chopped it up. He was a cool guy. I mean, I wish I could get back in contact with him, but the guy I got his number from, he owned a flip phone and he has no social media. So that's, uh. that's not going to happen, right? So uh, he told me... Uh, I need you to do two things. Look at this, look up this website. It's called biggerpockets.com and read this book. It's called, uh, oh, what's the name of the book everybody reads? Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was like, that, that changed my entire view on uh, how I view money. I mean, there's nothing too crazy in there. It's pretty anecdotal, but like, I had not had a grasp on how to look at money. And that kind of opened up the doors for me, like to learn the difference between being an investor and, and being a, consum a consumer or having a bunch of liabilities or holding assets, you know, so that, that changed the game for me. And when I got back to Virginia, I was ready, man. Wow. That's so, <clears throat> that's the actually, I don't even know if I knew about that that uh piece with that, that video asking yeah, yeah I, I this is my first time hearing about this but that's yeah that's actually dope because I think I know me personally been plenty of time I mean even the Marine Corps what happened you walk around hey how you doing killer it's living the dream doing all right yeah, nobody's exactly. actually until you stop and like how you really doing though and I think that's actually really dope because it goes into the concept that we all talk about it like you never know who can do what for you exactly so through doing that you open yourself up to a blessing really because like opportunities yeah you know like closed mouths don't get fed is really exactly. how it goes so when you when you learned that information and you got that from him like did you did you do any once he gave you those books and you know and gave you um you know the bigger pockets app like what was your what did you do next so what i did was uh started learning went on bigger pockets scroll the forum look for uh anything I can learn, man. I was trying to learn how to run numbers, how to do flips, how to wholesale, trying to hone in on what I wanted to do. And not to say that I figured it out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I had never done it. It's kind of like anything you do, like you can, you can study for all these things and you can get all these licenses, but until you do it in the real world, I mean, it doesn't seem, or it's just, it doesn't seem as real until you, you get in mm -hmm. there and do it. You don't, you don't know all the difficulties with this stuff. But uh, yeah, that's what I did, man. I, I honed in what I was trying to do and learn about real estate, learn about running numbers, learn about uh, flipping, all of that stuff. And when I, this was coming up on the time, I finished the book. I got all the, the blessings from that thing. And this was coming up on the time where I was rotating back to the States. So I never got to, to stay in contact with him. I only hit him up that one time, but I, I went back to the States. And uh, the first thing I did uh, was I lived with uh, Chu. Mm. Trevez. I live with Trevez Bush. And uh, through him, I was able to like save up a little bit of money. 
and finding somewhere where I wanted to stay. I wanted to buy my first house because it was a big deal for me. Mm -hmm. I know, I mean, I wasn't looking at it like it'll be an asset for me, but having read and and I, I went and bought in a, a nice neighborhood that I knew would appreciate. It's in a great school district. So I, I knew it would be an asset, but at the time, like it wasn't an asset to me. It was just like, oh, this is my home. Like mm -hmm. everybody else does. This is my home. It has to be the best home. But I, I knew like it didn't need to be my forever home. So I bought a, a nice home, $240,000 in Virginia Beach. At the time it was pretty, pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has now grown to about 340,000 over the past four years, you know? So I did pretty well. And uh, after I bought my first home, uh, the first thing I did was I hit up Joffrey because I knew he was into to real estate and I knew he was into investing. So uh, we were looking for a multifamily. He, I don't know if he mentioned it, but we were looking for a multifamily at the beginning. And one day, uh, I just happened to be at his house. We were looking on uh, Redfin, looking at multifamilies. And then this one single family house popped up. And uh, we could, it was a deal, man. It was, it was a great area. It was a deal for about 160, 169. And then uh, we had the cash on hand because in Oki, we figured it out. Like lifestyle is a lot different, man. It's crazy to see you go over there, you drive a little beat up car. Yep drive a little beat up car you wear cargo shorts everywhere and sandals man you don't, you don't really you know what i mean like you is the lifestyle is completely different and nobody cares nobody judge you on that but you come here and then it's completely different but i knew he he wanted to do something so we picked that up and uh i knew he had experience with airbnb and uh i was wasn't too sure on my end he was pretty sure on his end i wasn't too sure <laughs> but then I was like, all right, man, you, you've got a proven track record and I trust you. And, and this is a great house. Like I've used Airbnb before. So this is a, is a great house. So let's, let's give it a chance. And luckily, I mean, here we are, what, four years later, three, four years later, that thing has done great for us, man. It's given us a lot of opportunities. And it wasn't the uh, home run out of the gate, you know. We spent a lot of money trying to fix that thing up and, and get it ready for Airbnb. Mm -hmm. But it, and, but we, we made the first steps in that snowballed into what he and I are doing I mean he got stuff together we got things separately but I mean it gave us those opportunities to build to this point you know it's not so a couple of things from that first thing being you know when you hit on like you know driving the beater cars like I drove a Toyota Will Cypher a blue Toyota Will Cypher out there that was my baby um uh -huh. you know no one you wasn't out there dressing flashy and all of those things and you know for me being out there that was a huge eye opener for me that like told me that none of this stuff matters, right? Like, how is it that we all are American? We're over here. Nobody, I drove up, drive up with this little cart. No one cares. We hop in and we go. No one's like, oh, look what he's driving, right? So it's like, if this can happen just by change of location, that shows me that this doesn't matter. So my focus shouldn't be on materialistic things because this shows you. So when we, when we noticed that, cause I know you noticed the same thing. It was like, I'm going to save my money until I know what to do with it, but I know it don't need to go to these things. Right. So I think we both were in the same position where we would come back. A lot of people go to these places and come back probably broker than they were. They're doing all this extra stuff. They're partying like, Oh, I don't have any, any, liabilities right you're living in the barracks or whatever so i just just spending money but it's like yo we 
we were able to think past the today, think past now. I'm like, yo, we saved this money. Like we know we want to do things. And one of the things that really irritates me with people is like, oh, well, why would I save the money? I don't know what to do with it right now. And it's like, bro, if you save the money, when the opportunity comes and you know what to do with it, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And so that was that was all real, real huge for me because even now, I think that's a direct reflection of how we live our lives now. None of us are flashy. None of us drive, you know, we when we're all focused on the same mission, the same goals, and we we support each other. Um, but the second part to that being, you know, you went into a situation where you weren't necessarily as confident, but you were able, your your boy who you trusted, we were able to have those conversations. You knew enough, y'all were in tune enough to like, yo, okay, he knows what he's doing. I'm going to trust him. I don't have to be in charge, right? I think that's another thing that people mess up. It's like, they want to be like, oh, I'm, I got to take lead. Well, I got to have some say so. It's like, no, bro, it's, it's okay to play your role. Like, Absolutely. I think people don't understand that, you know, in order to lead, you got to learn how to follow and you oh. can't be the best guy every time, right? And, or the best woman every time. And I think that's extremely important because so many people, especially in our community, want to be the one to say, I did it. Bro, if everybody, if we're all eating, who cares? You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a great mentality that we have. No one's ever like, oh, bro, I don't want him getting the shine. Yo, what's the mission? What do we do? Cool. We're going to get it done. Everybody plays their role. And I'm I'm sure that helped y'all. So I remember pulling up when y'all were working. That's the house with the saltwater pool, right? Mm -hmm. So for for everyone listening, because I was excited. Came back. I go up there to visit them. And I'm like, yeah, pull up to pull up to the house. I'm like, oh, this is one of y'all. Like, oh, no, this is the, the Airbnb we're working on. And what got me is a lot of people, you know, like, oh, yes, I got to find people to do this and that. Like, they were in there putting in work themselves. They're painting. They're moving stuff around. It's like, yo, we, we got to cut the expenses, but we know how to do these things. And the goal is this. I'm not too proud to get on, get out here and put in some, exactly. some, some blood work. And it paid off. Exactly. We, we did that both working full-time jobs, man. We were both in the Marine Corps. I get off work at like four and we go in there and paint, clean the pool. I mean, the pool was black. Dude. Over, oof. The pool was black when we bought the place. We would get off and then spend hours in there doing bathtub, like things I've never done before in a house, never had to, because we went straight to Oakley. I never owned a house before. I never rented mm-hmm. an apartment. So things I didn't even know you had to do, you know, like we were in there doing them and it, it saved us a lot of money. So, I'm glad we did it. Would I do it again? Probably not, man. If I can afford to have somebody do it and the numbers make sense. But like for us to get in there and learn like how to do these things for the, the first year and we took care of a lot of the problems ourselves, it allowed us to be in the, the situation we're in right now. That's that that's actually a really smart move. And I think, you know, for bit, everyone thinks they gotta be able to do all the stuff up front. And it's like it's okay to learn as you go right? Like, and you got that confidence, you know, you got to find good people to keep around. But like, when you don't, so one of the things, you know, I talked about in the book was like your circle, and Mm -hmm. it comes up to be so it comes to be so important so many times, because every story that you told so far, it's been with another person within your circle who has the same goal and just be able to help y'all being able to balance each other out to progress as men. And I think that's extremely important you know and i see a lot of people who might start working towards a goal they kind of make their circle smaller but then somehow they start opening back up to the same people and all their progress stops 
I mean, it's important to have the right people around you. That's why our our circle is really good, man. Like I know somebody in real estate. I know somebody in the restaurant business. I know somebody in in stocks. You know what I mean? Like I, it's mortgages, crazy. I can go like... mortgages, anything, almost anything. Like I can go ask somebody about it. I don't have to leave it outside of my circle, man. Like we circulate this money on the inside. You know what I mean? Like so, mm-hmm. all of us prosper. A lot of people don't don't realize like your network is really your network. It like, is. It, it's it's cliche, but it's so true, man. And and the thing that keeps me going is seeing you guys do well. And then I'm thinking, all right, I need to be doing the same thing because I don't want to. I don't want to drop out of the friend circle. I don't want to be be uh not worthy of hanging around you guys. So that pushes me every day. You know what I mean? That's that's actually huge. Wow, like, cause there's so many people who don't have that, right? Like, that's a that's a great way to break it down. It's like, yo, I, you, your your circle of friends makes you constantly want to be productive because you don't want to fall behind and then be like, I'm not worthy. I, I, that's actually a great way to put it. Like, am I worthy? Get you, get you a group of friends that you have to worry about if you're worthy or not to be you're worthy. It's going to change your exactly. life. I promise you it's going to change exactly. your life. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's put that on a t-shirt. Man, I know, right? Sure, bro. Seriously. <laughs> but it's, and it's not even like a competition thing. You know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I don't care what you guys do. You guys are succeeding. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But I just want to be there too, you know, so we can enjoy this this thing on the back end together. You know, it'll it'll be lonely going to, going on a trip to Greece or somewhere for thirty days, you know, alone. Like yeah. I had to do it with friends and family and let them have the freedom to do it too. So, and yeah, because y'all all set the same standards, we all set the same standards for each other. We know we we're not dealing with debt problems. We know that we're all financially stable and smart with our finances right and even even with that right like the fact that you were able to come back from okinawa and get a home and an airbnb like what was what was that like what was your how were you managing your money in okinawa to get you to that point where you come back and conf- at least know confidently that you could do those things all right so the the best way to save money is either like get a job that saved more money is get a job that pays more or spend less. So I figured the only way I was going to do it, cause I wasn't getting a raise yeah. unless, until, unless until I got promoted. promoted out there until you get promoted out there. But, uh, I knew I wasn't getting a raise anytime soon. So I had to spend less. So I spent a lot of my time in the barracks. Like the, the one thing I will say from the Academy, like it was great experience and, and I, I did learn a lot, but the, the one thing I valued a lot is, uh, my ability to manage time, man. Because mm. while we're in the barracks or in in the dorms, uh, Bancroft, watching Instagram and looking at everybody else go out, and we wanted to participate in Thirsty Thursdays, and we wanted mm-hmm. to be at Howard and everything else. We we had no choice but to be in the barrack or in the dorms, but we uh we grew accustomed to that lifestyle, so yeah. it, it wasn't something that we needed, you know, to have fun. We had fun. We made fun. We had fun when, whenever the time permitted. So when I came out here, like, uh, yeah, so so the way I was able to manage that is because, like, I had that that lifestyle already at the mm. academy. So when I went out to Okinawa, I didn't have to go out and spend all my, my lieutenant money, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I could spend my, my time at 78's house and go to Coco's and get a quick meal and have a good time at the house. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. out in the clubs every weekend. 
So I knew I had a plan when I got back to Virginia, right? And I had saved enough money. Like, I was, we were doing well out there. We didn't have as many expenses. Like, I was mm-hmm. living on base, living in the in the barracks or the, the old barracks. But uh, I saved enough money where I had I had the option to do something when I came back. And then I, when I got to Virginia, I was able to buy my house. We used the VA, which is really really a game changer for mm-hmm. people in the military. If you haven't used your VA or you don't know about the, the VA loan, it is uh, it's a game changer, 0% down. But uh, I used that to fund my first house and then I had no money out of pocket. Uh, we bought the Airbnb and then I knew like, all right, I got three bedrooms, two baths and an Airbnb. How can I make my personal home make me money, mm. right? So I went out and I did it all the wrong ways. You know what I mean? Like the the sketchiest ways I did it. I went and found (laughs) a a roommate on Craigslist and I just happened to look up like he was from South Carolina and he was cool. We met, uh, I actually, he moved in while I was on deployment. I Mm -hmm. met him three days before I was going on deployment. So he had my house to himself for that entire time. And and he, to his credit, man, he was a great roommate. He stayed with me for two years. And um, like I was pushing for him because he, he was a disabled veteran. Mm. He had, had hurt himself. But uh, the whole time we were staying here, like I realized he wasn't spending a lot of money either. He was saving a bunch, but he was still paying me rent to live in one of my extra bedrooms. So I was pushing him since the beginning. I was like, dude, you don't need to be leaving, living with me. You should have your own crib, man. You make enough money where you can go get your own crib. And he he did this. He he didn't listen for the first year. And then he was like, he, he stayed with me. He was watching me on the phone, talking to Joffrey, talking to everybody else, like making deals happen. And he was like, man, I got to get a part of this. So when he, he started looking, I was like, I'm going to help you look for a crib, man. And if you want to do Airbnb, you want to do something else because you, you, you're doing well. You can you could do the same thing, and he finally made it happen. And then I was so I was super proud, man. Like that made me happy to see him actually take steps to become financially free. And then I got another roommate, and she did the same exact thing. I told her the same thing. She's a she was a lieutenant in the navy, and she got promoted while she was here. She saved a bunch of money moving out of her apartment and moving into my that's my spare bedroom. But she's doing well for herself now. Now she's taking those steps to become financially free, and it. it it's awesome to see that I'm able to inspire some people, man. You know, that's that's a big one because there's a lot of people that feel like doing something like owning a home is out of their league, like something that they just can't do. Can't and so do. being in the position where you can, you know, instill the confidence in them that like they are worthy to do those things, you know, because I think that's a big part of it is a lot of people feel like they're not worthy to be able to do those. Oh, no one else in my family's done it. I don't know anything about it. And it's like, so like, if you put these steps in place, you can do that very successfully. And it's like, wait, there's steps. Yeah. I'll show you here, here, you already meet this criteria, but all you got to do is this. And it's like, all of a sudden they go from feeling like, you know, it's something that's impossible to like, wow, I really can do this. And all it took was you, one telling them they can, encouraging them, and then giving them the information, and like, to do then two, what happened? You just said they all of a sudden they started 
interacting with people within your circle that like, whoa, 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 it's more than you. It's like, so this really is possible. And like, now you got hearing people who can say it in different ways to where like, it, they just hearing all these different ways of telling them that it can be done. Next thing you know, boom, now they're, they're on their journey. And it's like, wow, you know, people need that. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I've, I've noticed, you know, me trust all is like, the more we start having co- like conversations with people, the more we realize that there are thousands of people out here that don't have anyone to pour into them, to tell them that they can do something to show. And it's like, so I, I realized that there's a lot of people when they do get in that experience they're they don't know how to take it. It's like, no, nah, I'll show you what to do. And it's like, what, what do you mean? It's like, no, nah, people really do help. You just got to get around the right exactly. people. You know, like if you show that you that you're willing to put in the work because they're not gonna do it for you but if you right. show that you're of the caliber and you put it in the work yo that a person who has the answers is typically going to give them to you because they know that you can be successful too that's just another person to add to the team that can make get stuff you know going but people don't understand that but i think that's that's dope like that's two people whose lives are changing because of your ability to do that yeah man it's a blessing and that's 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 out so in regards to what you're doing now business-wise like what 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 is driving you now to like your goals right your financial goals like how how are you setting how did you set that up and like how are you working towards those so my financial goals I mean I'm pretty much pretty much have met my financial goals right Mm -hmm. it's just my bare minimum is to be able to live free and I'm doing that like i don't have to go work another day in my life you know i've mm-hmm. made great investments so that's a start but i also want to build things to leave for my kids mm. or if i have kids you know what i mean or mm-hmm. for my family when i go i want i don't want people paying off my debt yeah so that that's what's driving me and I, i'm trying to build in this community and this network of friends that i've developed so Right now, we've got friends in different industry, and I see a uh, a hole in the financial advising place. Mm-hmm. So I feel I like to I like to do little things on the side. I have enough free time where I can go look at crypto, look at the stock market. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm going to fill that role in my friend group, and I also am increasing the amount of knowledge I have on stocks and the, the economy and the markets and all that. So. Mm-hmm. That's what's pushing me right now. I'm trying to trying to do that. That's what I'm transitioning from. I took a took a year off, you know, to try to find myself. And uh, honestly, I was lost for a while, man. It was it was a dark time, but kind of got some good people around me. Even this weekend, going down there and visiting you, man, like just seeing how I can help you guys out, how you can help me out, just just different ideas I'd never thought about using social media and and all these other things like that's what's pushing me to continue to grow to continue to build because i don't want to be normal i don't have a desire to Mm. just just sit around you know that was a miserable year and and, um, i did do some growing in that time it wasn't all bad but like it got dark for a minute and then i my people brought me back and now i'm i'm ready to go um as fired up as ever you know, that's a, I, I like to, to dive into that piece, right? Because I think all of us went through that piece, right? And like one of the, one of the things that we learned here, which was like, 
shocking is that everyone's really lost. Like everyone's lost. And it's like the only difference is the ones who are willing to admit it are the ones typically you want to be around. It's like that was, you know, growing up, you know, it's oh, you know, adults, they got all the answers, blah, 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 you know, this and that. And it's like even now, the people that we thought had the answers, now we realize it's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. They don't, Absolutely. right? And it's and that's learning to accept, okay, we're all lost. Let's pick a direction together and let's just see how it goes. Cause it's it's a lot less scary going down that that track with a group than it is alone, right? But it's like we all really, yo, we no one knows the answers. Everyone's making it up as they go. Like, let's just do what let's we know it and make it happen, right? But you know, I think that there's a lot of people who listen who may be in that dark space or may have been in that dark space before and i think um that it, taking the time to do what's necessary to not only get out of it but to make sure that you're putting the steps in place to where you don't get back in that position again is important so what was that experience like for you it was it was tough man i, I spent a lot of time like i got out and i thought i had my what i was going to do in mind that fell through so uh i spent a lot of time sitting on my couch waiting you know what i mean mm. i got fat got fat wasn't going to the gym i didn't look at any real estate i was just spending my time watching tv and and twiddling my thumbs man so uh i had to reach out to friends luckily i had people to talk to you know like i i was lost i was lost and then i was telling people hey this is this is how i'm feeling and they're like all right it's all right to feel like that and you don't have all the answers, but hey, how about you take these steps? You start taking steps and you build momentum and you come out of that that fog and you, you finally got a plan put in pay, place, but it took a while to get there. Like, and I, I can say like my my circle is, is the reason I got through that fog. So no, that's uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Cause you know, there's it's sad. Cause there, there's a lot of people who go into that dark place and never, never get around anyone that can help them get out of it. And they just stay what? perpetually in that dark space. Yeah. Cause it, 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 it snowballs, man. It's like anxiety and depression. It's, if you stay in that little echo chamber, it gets bad. So you gotta, you gotta learn how to seek help. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm. Don't be afraid to look stupid. Like I hate talking to people. You know what I mean? I hate hearing the sound of my voice. I hate all of like social media stuff. You know what I mean? But like, Same. this is an opportunity. It's a, it's a chance. So go ahead and take it. Step out of your comfort zone. Like, what what's to lose? Chances are we get eighty years on this 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 rock. Mm -hmm. So why not make the best of it? Nobody, at the end of the day, nobody cares, man. Like, we're all gonna go. We all gotta yeah. go sometimes. So everybody everybody cares, but nobody cares. Like, just do what you want to do. Everybody cares, but nobody cares. I like that. But yeah, you know, it really is just chasing your dreams. Like I, I tell people the story all the time. Like when I started, you know, doing building in the smoker, and like I get DMs, people laughing. You know, what are you doing? Why are you talking about that? Like nobody wants to hear that. Like yo, bro, what's e, what's e doing? Like why is he doing it, bro? He's tripping. Like unfollowing. Like you know, all type of comments. And like yep. it was all. I'm like yo, what, am I tripping? Like I feel like this is stuff that people need to know but why is this the reaction i get and it made me consider like or think about like yo am i doing the right thing and 
you know, I sat down with myself and I was like, yo, do, do you believe that this is something positive is going to do something good? I do. Okay, then they tip clear. They don't need to see the vision then. And those people aren't in the position to where you should even care about what they think, right? Like not having to realize that too. What do you think? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah, what do you think the the common thing is with the people that that uh try to bring you down when they see you doing positive things? What is that, from what you what have you noticed is in common with those people, like that are personally doing the bad comments on your pics or unfollowing or not supporting on purpose or sending bad DMs? What do you think they, that is? They're unhappy with their own lives. I'd say without a doubt, they aren't, they don't feel like they're accomplishing anything. Um, they, they aren't self-starters. Um, they, they typically live in the world of excuses rather than, you know, figuring out the reasons getting things done. I think that, you know, because they don't have support, they find it hard to support others. Right. And I think a huge part of it too is, Yo, I see this person doing something, even though we come from the same roots or we spent time together. If this person is successful, that's another person that's left me behind. Mm -hmm. I got like the kind of like we say the crab in the barrel kind of thing, mm -hmm. right? And I think all of those those things play a factor. And I mean, if you get somebody on that, and on top of all of that, they're also unhappy with themselves. They don't want to see anyone else happy. And for me, I just had to realize that yo, I. I don't need to pay attention to what these people are saying. I know the vision. I know where I want to take this. I just have to see the see it through. And it's like now I was looking back, I saw an old video, like I was scrolling through the you know, cleaning up files and I was wow, you know, no beard. I'm like, wow, yeah. I was I was still deep in the Marine Corps. And it's like, oh, that's like two and a half years ago. And it was like a real humbling moment for me because that's the time that I was also getting those comments from people. But it's like now through perseverance and you know. Um, continually continuing to do what I was doing and being persistent. Mm -hmm. Everyone's every, everyone's attitude towards in the smokers changed now. No one's like, oh, what is that? What are you doing no more? It's like, now nah, I have people, y'all really, I've learned something or, hey, can I come be around you? Like, I want to come hang out with y'all because I don't have what you guys are building over there. Like, and y'all, y'all pour into people. Like, y'all are clearly doing well, but you're also unselfish. And it's like, those people who we were just speaking about with those negative traits don't realize that if they just humble themselves and ask for help, they could get it right. But instead, instead they try to, you know, they negative Debbie Donner is trying to be hide, hide their, uh, their negative motives through like jokes and things. Right. And it's like, mm -hmm. yo, I, I could have just brought you along the journey. Like I, I know what you're good at. Like we can come up with ideas to get you doing something as well. But now because of that, I will leave you behind. Like, I don't, I don't feel any, I don't owe anything to anyone. So that's, that's, that was one of the biggest things I had to learn to work through is like, I, I always felt I had to, I had to like take care of everyone. I had to, you know, well, what do they think? Are they cool? And it's just like, mm -hmm. bro, no, like I, I coined this phrase. That I started saying, um, I don't know what I started using. I feel like it's old, but I had always said it. But like it means more to me now that we're older, we own properties, all those things. I tell people, yo, the only way I really care about your opinion, like outside of like my mom and my brothers and my group of friends, is like, yo, if you're not, if you're not putting a roof over my head, you're not putting a paycheck in my pocket or food on my table, your opinion really doesn't matter to me. 
Like, there's literally no reason your thoughts one way or another are going to affect me. And keeping that mindset has been, oh, that was a game changer for me, right? Like, that was huge because it's like, oh, well, so-and-so doesn't think or so-and-so said, all right, I, my light's still on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, this smoke is still running. Like, I, cool. Like, it. <laughs> I'll I'll wait till the typical, hey bro, I know we had this, you know, a couple years ago, but I would it it always comes, right? But mm-hmm. I think that's my perception of it. So now I flip it. What do you think it is? I honestly think that you hit everything, dude. It's like people that that are in a position where they want to be in their position or one similar and they don't put in the work to do that. So they think the best way to do it is to stop you from from gaining as much momentum as possible. And the best way you can do that is through the comment section. A lot of them won't say it to your face or mm-hmm. anything like that, but it, it's the anonymity and it's the, the disconnect between social media and the real life. You know, that's what kept me from doing it for a while, man. Like I had to get away from that stuff. It, mm. It's hard to get, get nuance in anything through a, a comment section. So. I just stay away from Twitter and, and all that stuff because people people don't think. People don't think. They like to, to, I guess, cancel, game cancel and all this stuff now and one person's opinion, everybody can just jump on and now it's a majority mm-hmm. opinion without any details. So, you know, I think that's what it is. People are definitely unhappy with themselves and they see an opportunity to be a part of a group that's stopping you and it makes them feel good. So now they're on the same level as you. Yep, because because then they could run around and be like, "I told you you couldn't do it." Like exactly. Oh, I was right exactly. about something. I was right. It was it's that I was right. I told you. So that, that's what I feel. It's have you have have you experienced people trying to pull you as you've like been doing what you like growing and and building things up? Have you experienced that? Yeah, I mean, when we were doing our, our real estate thing, and I was I was posting all this stuff, and then I get people. Like uh, just just asking me weird questions and then saying like trying to tell me why these things don't work, why Airbnb doesn't work, like, and like it never deterred me. Like I, I had a plan from the beginning, and I knew if that didn't work, then I had a backup. It was going to turn into a long term. So you know, you put put stuff out there, and people just think that, or people just think like you're trying to be better than them because you're in a better position. So now you're flaunting it, and when you're not, you're just trying to show people like that you can do it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when i bought my house i definitely put it on there like hey i'm only this years old and i just bought my first home you can definitely do it to use accomplishment exactly and uh you know like i'm just trying to be positive and you, you have people that don't want to see you happy so yeah i you know i think that that's important for people to realize is like you're going to be around people who aren't happy with themselves and you have to be able to just identify it and kind of just shield yourself from it because it's really a part of it. Like as you continue to grow yourself and work, it's, it gets much lonelier. Like as you as you get mental clarity and you try to do things, it's like, yo, well, if you're not, go- I'm trying to tell you, you know, what I learned that here's this book. Why'd I read this book? Bro, this, this book has all the answers. Like the things you're dealing with, I'm not reading no book. Like, well, why don't you just tell me what it said? That defeats the purpose of the book. Like I you need to do the work it's like no one's going to give it to you and I think that's another thing that people have a hard time and you know that egotistical like prideful like 
some uh, I did this and this. I sh- somebody should just blah, blah blah. No, bro. Like it's not how it works. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna come to you and say, hey, bro. I'm looking to get into Airbnb. Like, I need you to teach me. I'm going to say, hey, bro, I'm trying to get an Airbnb. Here's the properties I looked at. Here's the ROIs that I'm seeing. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the areas. Blah, blah, blah. Can you look over this and Dude, tell me what you think? Right? Dude, I've done the work. I, and it's like, oh, bet. Well, actually, did you think? Now you're going to be you're gonna be wanting to help because I've already done all the work. Cool. But, you know, I see so many people who's like, hey, I want the answers. Well, what have you learned on your own? Well, I was just hoping that you could teach me. Well you expect me to think that me taking two, three, four hours of my time to teach you when you didn't take any of your own time in the start, like you don't even know the basics like that. How can you say you're serious about something? And you haven't at least taken the time to learn the basics, you know, and I, and, and people that's, that's, it's, it's sad because there's a lot of people that w- don't want to do the work. Oh, that's too much. I don't have the time. My boy, you watch Netflix four hours a night. You got the time. Right. It's just how you choose to use it. And discipline, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And two things that a lot of people lack. Like two people, uh, people lack, lack discipline. Like, yo, you know, you shouldn't be going to brunch this week, but yet, oh, I did. De- I deserve to live life now, YOLO. And then but a, a lot of people don't realize they can't afford brunch because they don't even know what they're spending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like, it's how like, you, know, how you, you don't know you what you're saving. Do you have a budget? Oh, and that even that. So you know what baffled me is when I first started, I'd ask like just conversation. Like I'm trying to, you know, learn about people, money, like to be able to service people better. And I'd ask like, yo, do you use a use a budget? And bro, the reaction I would get from people, you would think I said the most disrespectful thing to them ever. And I, I probably just asked you if you budget. What do you mean my budget? I know how to handle my money. I money. So yeah. if you know how to handle your money, why would you not have a budget? You realize that any business, they have a budget. Any person who is successful with their finances manages a budget. But for some reason, when I ask you if you have a budget, it's like I'm saying that you're less than. And you need to, bro, I update my budget daily. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to know what I'm spending. Like, it's the only way to make sure that you're doing right by your money. But it's like, even that, the fact that, people are so mis- misguided and miseducated now that the thought of having a budget seems like a negative to them. But it's like all the signs show otherwise. Like, I, I yo, how much, if you do, how much do you, money do you spend eating out? I know, oh, $80 a month. You mind if we look, just look at your last bank statement? I mean, I could tell you it was 80, but cool, you look at it. $800 later. There you go. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't realize it. I said, you see why you need a budget now? Yeah, I just, you know, I thought I was doing a good job. It has nothing to do with you, but it just helps you track stuff. And it's like, bro, I need y'all to get this through your mindset that that's not a negative. Like managing your personal finances properly will only be better for you in the long run, right? Like the last, the saddest thing I see is when I see, you know, people in their 50s, 60s and their credit's bad. They have zero money to their name and all they want to do is just buy a home and they can't. It's like you worked your whole life and it's like, I've tried to tell people, you can, you can solve that now. You know, if you just start putting in the work, you're 24, 25, 26, even 30, you know, whatever it is, the only way to ensure that it's not a thing is to start now. People think that they can wait their problems away. 
Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that the more time you wait, that's you're just building a, a digging a deeper hole for you to eventually have to climb out of. And it, you shorten that time to climb out of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if most of your time is spent climbing out of it, you ain't going to enjoy walking around none. So it's like, why are you, we just, bro, the steps are here. We just do this, but it's, oh, you know, well, I just, I've worked so hard and I just deserve to enjoy my life now. Or you could put in the work now, make a sacrifice. Like, yo, I'm looking at these numbers in a year, you could be debt free. You just need to cut this, this, and this. And it's like, even the simple conversations, like, hey, you have Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Stars. But you just pick one for now, pay everything else down, and then you can start building these things back. Oh, you know, I got to watch my shows. So you care more about the shows than this debt that's sitting over your head? It's like, yo, you got to learn how to prioritize. Prioritization, that's huge. But that goes back into discipline and sacrifice. You got to be disciplined and be willing to sacrifice in order to prioritize. Oh, oh man how is how is how has discipline played a role for you because we've had an interesting we were i mean our since 2010 we've been you know nose deep in discipline right which has helped um but how how is that you got you have any examples of like how maintaining your discipline has helped push you farther like say you had a goal and like yeah it'll take the average person you know X amount of time to do it, but because you were disciplined and sacrificed, you were able to do it, you know, much faster. Say buying a house. Yeah, that yeah, you know, I, mean, or, I guess that is one. You know, buying my first one. Like I I had a budget when we were in Oki. I, I have a budget now. Even I got my girlfriend just moved in with me. And mm-hmm. we budget like family funds. You know what I mean? Like that that's allowed me to do a lot. Like that's how I got the first property. So I was able to save. While I was in Okinawa over the two years, I believe I saved about $50,000, right? 50, maybe $60,000 mm-hmm. because I made some decent investments on the side too, but uh, nothing, nothing crazy. But I was able to take that money and put a put a down payment on that first home and then fund the, the, uh, the repairs and everything to get that thing started. And, uh, most people, it might take them forever to do it because they don't know what they're spending. They don't know how much it takes them to live for more. They don't know how to reduce their expenses. They don't know how to mm-hmm. eliminate. They don't know how to budget. So I was able to do all of that stuff. And I knew, like, I was living on a bare minimum. Worst case scenario, I could live off about $2,400 a month. You know what I mean? So that was able to, like, even at being disciplined with that, after we bought the first Airbnb, we were able to take some funds from that. And I had enough saved up where we were able to purchase the second property. Mm. And then from the second property, we were able to go purchase a, a, a cafe. So just being disciplined in, in, in your spending. You know, granted, I slipped a few times, you know, I, I lost it's track of everyone. Exactly. But it happened. And then people should realize that it happens. But when you, you stay consistent, you know, you're able to, to build those funds in when the opportunities come because I had no idea how to run a cafe, mm. like how to buy a business, you know. But when the, when you you study and you you continue to be a, a student, 
and you try to learn as much as possible when opportunities come, like you can take advantage of them because I knew numbers. I didn't know a cafe. I knew mm. this thing had been running for 10 years and it was profiting pretty well for 10 years. And I knew like if we could get the right management in there, we could do the same thing. And we got in there and it's, I mean, things are going well. And we got mm. big plans for it, but that, that's all possible because I was disciplined and I was able to, to, to continue to learn and, and be ready for opportunities that presented themselves. That's see, and that's that's big. So <clears throat> another question for you is mm-hmm. when it comes to being a thinker, right? So I speak about this a lot, and like to a lot of people, it's like, what do you mean thinker? Everyone thinks, but like that's not true, right? And be able, I'm not talking about just like thinking about what's going on, but really taking like when there's a an issue arises or a situation arises or an opportunity arises really being able to sit down and think through the whole process. Like, would you say that that has been extremely important to being able to logically think through things and, all right, I don't know this. All right. I need to find someone that can give me this, this, and this, but because you were able to think it through and run it, like you were able to get to the solution. Absolutely. Like the first time investing, you know, like I had no idea what I was doing. I never, I bought my, personal property i'll always go back to the, this first house because mm-hmm. it was my first real investment like i knew being in my personal home i'd put nothing down like i could do pretty well as long as the payment was under a certain amount i knew what i had for uh bah mm-hmm. and i knew my home was under that so no matter what i wouldn't i wouldn't be out of a house if things were never i just had to sell my investment so that's how i went to it man it was, it was logic like I'm living under my means. I'm moving somebody else into my home to, to pay less. You know what I mean? So I can save more. And then when bad times come, I have my money set aside. Like it's it's just this that emergency, fund. Man, the emergency fund. We talked about it last time, but I'm, I'm just saying like, just thinking logically, I'm like, all right, things could go bad in the Airbnb. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. legislation can come out where Airbnb is gone then what will we turn into a single family because it's in a great area mm-hmm. you know we had we thought about these things i didn't just go in blind like i had some idea what i was doing but it's just how can i how can i it's risk mm. risk you know like how can i uh, reduce the amount of risk that i have to this thing so just leveraging and, and everything i just won't don't over leverage live within your means and and Think about the possibilities, save for the, the, the bad time. And most of the time it works out. The, the only times I've ever lost money is when I've been greedy or I've been impatient. Same, same. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only time I've ever lost money. Anything I, I've put a plan in place and actually stuck to that plan is worth for me. I think that's because when people, start getting they want you know that that instant gratification. i want it now i want it now and i think that's that's huge is to is exactly what you just said you know i think that's a, a really important thing for for people to take away from this today is that and um you know <clears throat> another thing that i saw that you spoke about in regards to how y'all were building out your your portfolio was that when y'all made the initial money from y'all's first investment y'all didn't there was no lifestyle inflation never did you mention the car you didn't mention trips. You didn't mention jewelry. Like you didn't mention, you know, going out to eat or all these things. Like you, I put it into things that would 
continue to be assets to me to grow money quicker. And it's like you see a lot of people who would have made that first deal and went and bought a, a, a 350 Benz or whatever, you know, like just something crazy just to to show that they did that. And it's like now all that money that you just made is tied up to a, something that's going to depreciate to half the value. Like, why would you do that? You know, it's like, but there, once again, I think that comes from being around the right people. You know, like when you around people where y'all value materialistic things, you're going to make bad decisions like that as opposed to, all right, here's the plan. If I put this plan in place, X amount of years, I'll be able to cash flow this without working. These assets, now you start tying assets to things. So maybe this Airbnb pays for that car. This Airbnb pays for this thing, but now Absolutely. you freed yourself up. But people don't think of it that way. It's like, oh, I get this money. I need to do it now. I need to. Mm-hmm. I need to show people that I'm doing well. No, you don't. No, you don't. What for? What it doesn't matter. Like no one needs to know. I I prefer no one knows how I'm doing. You know, like you could think you could think I'm doing well. You could think I'm not doing well. Your thoughts on how I'm doing doesn't affect how I'm doing. So yeah, you're right. So um. I know you said like your girlfriend is so another another thing I want to hit in. So mm-hmm. did you when you met your your girl, like did y'all have conversations about finances before like y'all really got serious? Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to know what what her plans for the future were and how she thought about money, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't want somebody that I would constantly butt heads with or have to convince that this is a good thing. Like once I said, hey. This is what I'm trying to do. If we're going to be serious, like I want to build more. You know what I mean? I want, this is how I want to get here. Are you cool with this? Do you understand this? And we, we meshed up on every single point. So now we got our thing. We just rented her house out. Like we're looking for a multifamily or, or something more, like whatever presents itself in the future. But I'm not, we're not in a rush for a deal. We're going to want to wait for the opportunity to come. But we both had the same mindset. We want we want to build as much as possible while we're in our thirties, so we can chill in our forties. You know. Mm. But she she has the understanding. Y'all were able to, and I think I think that's important because I've I've met a lot of people who should have had that conversation um, before they started to get too serious, and Absolutely. they would have been able to identify some things that you know probably would have kept them from being together, but for good reason, right? And I. I think because so many people shy away from personal finance in the conversations because they know they aren't doing what they need to do to take care of theirs, that's constantly overshadowed and overlooked. Like, and you know, there we I've I've had conversations with you, like, you know, and you'll see different responses. Hey, do you think that you should talk about finances uh before you get serious with someone? And that you I'm surprised I see any no's, but there's a ton of no's to that question. And it's like why that's like one of the most important things that y'all should be talking about prior to that's like the number one reason people get divorced now finances Mm. so Mm. why would that not be a a thing that predicates marriage you know you know i i want to do a show um with like someone who's who's uh well versed in relationships and just kind of have this conversation with them to see what their thoughts are because I think that's that's extremely important, right? Like if you're a person who's frugal, you're trying to build things, you don't like, you know, doing all the extra stuff, but you got this person that's the complete opposite. It's gonna one of y'all gonna drive the other one crazy. 
And so might drive each other crazy. You know? Right. You know, like, and that's just a, that's just a recipe for disaster every time. Exactly. It's like, yo, why aren't you talking about that? You know, what, how do, do you spend? Do you have debt? Are you paying it off? Do you have a plan? Do you maintain a budget? Do you, do you owe family money? Do you, do you tell people no, or do you constantly give out money? Like all of those things are, are super important. Like, yo, do you care? Do you rock a bunch of designer stuff or do you kind of just rock what you have? Like, do you, do you care about driving a fancy car? Or do you just want something to get you from A to B to be able to further other goals? Like all of those things are very pertinent conversations that should be had, you know, like do, how's your credit? Do you have collections accounts? Like all these, th you know, it's, for me, like that's a that's almost a that's the that's number one on my checklist almost. It's like, yo, we we gonna have and that I guess it sucks because I do what I do. It's like, yo, we're gonna have a very detailed conversation about this, you know. But credit, credit, credit shouldn't be the the topic on first date, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course not. Of course <laughs> not. Weird somebody you know? out. But you know, at some point, but I also here's the thing too. Like, I I think people gotta understand that it doesn't have to be like a sitting at a interrogation table and. You like, hey, what's your credit score? What's this thing? But that it's just normal conversation. Like, hey, exactly. did you have you looked at your credit before? Hey, what how is that? And it's like you might find out, like, oh yeah, I got actually boom, boom. I got an 800 and I do this and this and I set this up and I it's like, oh wow. Or you can find out the complete opposite. And it's like, oh opposite, yeah. well, and then you have a point, like, hey, that person might be with they just haven't had anyone to teach them. And they're like, oh, I'm willing to learn. Like, let's can you help? Cool. I'm absolutely. Or it's like, uh, no. I'm no, and it's like cool, like but now you know. Off rip, I think, I think that's huge. I, I I'm I'm glad that y'all were able to have that conversation and see that y'all had the same goals because I'm sure that makes things so much easier in regards to planning. It's like, hey, I have this, and it's like, why why would you do that? We got this and that. And it's like, nah, okay, cool. This makes sense, and I'm sure she tries to learn with you as you go too. Like it's not like you just doing it. So it's like you now you have a teammate. Like y'all, you know you playing for the same team now. That I think that's I think that's awesome. Absolutely. She's a grinder, man. Like she even does uh laundry on the side. A lot of people don't know you can do other people's laundry and get paid to do it, man. But every now and then yeah, yeah, exactly. You go make a decent amount of money, like doing other people's laundry, dropping it off. And she does that every day after work, uh, almost every day. Well, not every day, but quite a few, quite often she does laundry bring extra income in and it goes to our joint account series. It's been a blessing finding the right person. Now I will say that. Wow. And y'all got a joint account. Like, what was that like? How did y'all come up with like the idea to do that? Cause you, that's a conversation that I do see. Also is like, should you have a joint account? Should you not? It's my bread. Like, nah, we're a team. Right. We're together. Like how, how did y'all come about that? So we, we basically said, uh, since she was moving out of her house and into my house that we, the way we do it is I put my, uh, I paid a mortgage and she would pay the uh, bills mm. and she would match me on the mortgage and then we put in stuff for like date nights or taking a trip a portion of our mm. funds together goes into that and a portion of that also will go for investing so we, we got an account that we'll do some investing together with and I've got a little bit of money on the side we both have money on the side for our personal uh investments just in case anything goes wrong you know mm -hmm. not like not going in this blindly like if things were to end like we both be okay mm -hmm. we had that conversation too like, i don't want to tie all our stuff together like this is yours on the side and you can keep your money on the side so 
that's how we went about it. And it, it's been working pretty well for us. Man, that's that's awesome. I, I, I'll make sure I uh take some notes for for one day when I gotta have that conversation. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But um for sure. Yeah, man, like overall, you know, I think there's a lot we had a lot of good stuff that people can take away from this show today. Like I think a lot of people who've been in similar situations and are experiencing some of the same things that may get an indicator of like, Hey, I can make it through this or, Hey, I just need to do that. Or maybe it's just, Hey, maybe I need to push my pride to the side and ask for help. You know, like it starts there. Really. That's the start for a lot of people is like get rid of the pride. And step one is just asking someone for help and knowing who the right person is to ask for help. Right. Because you, you can ask the wrong people for help and they'll send you in the complete opposite direction you were expecting to go. So that's another thing, too, is like doing your research, like and don't just think about oh, this person knows, like, what is their character like? Like, what? how do they how do they carry themselves? What do they do? Because all of that is important, like to assure that they're going to guide you in the direction that you want to go. If you got somebody that may be knowledgeable, but they're a dirtbag, like, I don't know how far you want to follow them. Right. So, um you know, before before we end the, the episode today, do you have anything else that you would like to throw to the audience or put out there for them to like as a takeaway for today? The other thing is, man, some, at some point, you just got to jump off the porch. Understand like the first thing you do, first deal you do, first job you do might not be a home run when you do it or first investment might not be a home run, but make sure you just have the knowledge and the confidence to to jump off the porch at some point. Because mm. if you're consistent and you're learning, consistent in, in networking, consistent in putting out content, like eventually you're going to get some 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 uh, momentum. And don't let the 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 uh, opinions of others dissuade you from chasing your dreams. Ooh, yeah. I like it. I like it. Well. Um... If anybody has questions about things like Airbnb and stuff, do you have any way they can get in contact with you? Uh, you can you can message me, DM me on uh, IG at Captain Q underscore thirty two. Soon to change, but Captain Q underscore thirty two right now. And if anybody knows anybody that needs a financial advisor, I'm looking to grow my my book right now. So please have them reach out to me as well. Hey, absolutely. So for those of you listening or watching and listening. Um, I'll put Q's uh, contact info in the uh, show notes so that you can see that and you can follow him and message him and get the information that you need. But um, I want to thank everyone for listening today. And if you have any questions, you know where to go. Let's get into smoke. Thank you for listening to The Finance Bruh. If you feel like this episode has added value to you today, then please be sure to go to Amazon and purchase a copy of my book, The In The Smoker Mindset. You can also go to my website at www.inthesmoker.com and sign up for my budgeting course. You can also find more information on my financial coaching and credit repair services. And if you really want to help support the brand, you can also purchase some merchandise. Let people know what In The Smoker is about. All right. I hope to see you next week. Let's get into smoking.